Do you want to bring your friends to church, but aren't sure how to invite them? If so, then you need to check out Digital Missionary Academy. You see, most Christians know they need to share their faith and help their friends get saved, but have no idea how. But with just some basic training, you can instantly identify which of your friends are open and looking for God and how to put them on the fast track to becoming a disciple. In Digital Missionary Academy, you'll learn how to consistently bring your friends to church using the latest social media evangelism techniques, and you'll quickly become your friend's go-to person for any and all spiritual questions, even if you have little or no experience making disciples. So if you're ready to trade in Candy Crush for evangelism and become a disciple-making machine, click the link in the show notes or go to digitalmissionaryacademy.com to start your 30-day free trial. That's digitalmissionaryacademy.com. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. Have you ever felt stuck between what you know that you should do and what your brain is telling you to do? Well, I find myself in that situation (laughs) almost on a constant basis. And there's this really weird brain hack that, you know, we're we're still kind of discovering why it works and why it's so effective. Uh, But it's something that can allow you to make decisive action and remove the overthinking anxiety that can paralyze so many of us from doing what we know that God is calling us to do. And it's been called many different things, but probably the, the one that's the most notable, the most uh, recognized is the five second rule. So the five second rule is simply that whenever you face a situation, a decision that you know in your gut what you should do, but your brain is screaming at you not to do it, you simply count down from five in your brain, in your head, and then you just go. So you literally go five, four, three, two, one, go. And then whatever it is, whatever you know that you need to do, you do it. And that's it. And what this does is it creates a short circuit in your brain because your brain is really designed to do a couple of things. One of the big ones is keeping you alive, keeping you out of danger. And the way that this plays out in our lives is whenever we're faced with a situation that causes anxiety, that causes stress, where the outcome is uncertain, or it's uncomfortable, our brain is actually saying, you don't want to do that. Think about all these terrible things that might happen to you when you do that. Think about how exhausted you're going to be if you don't press snooze on your alarm. Think about how, you know, how bad you'll feel if you walk up to the girl across the room and ask her to go on a date with you and she says no. Think about that. You don't want that to happen to you, so don't do it. Don't step out and take action. Our brain is designed to do that. And for thousands of years, it kept us alive. So grateful for that. But it can get in the way when on a gut level, you know what you should do. Because at that point, you're like, okay, I know what I need to do. I know what I should do. But I also feel this internal force holding me back. And so the five-second rule essentially short circuits that decision-making process. That instead of going back and forth between what your gut is telling you to do and why 
all the reasons that your brain is telling you not to do it, it eliminates that connection and focus you, focuses you in on just what is the thing that I need to do right now to take action and do what I need to do. That's what, that's what it does. It's super weird that it works. Like <laughs> the first time that I tried it, I was like, wow, this is incredible. Um, if you're looking for like an easy way to kind of test it out, use the five second rule to get out of bed. It's a relatively low stakes situation that you can kind of test this out and see if it works uh, or how it works for you. Um, and so I started doing that with my morning routine is every single day at 6 a.m., my alarm goes off. And then when it goes off, I turn off the alarm and then I count down from five because I know if I sit there, I'll think about how warm it is in my bed. I'll think about how I really could like sleep another 30 minutes, 40 minutes and still technically get my morning routine done. Just, you know, not be able to really fully invest in my time with God or, or do the things that I need to do. And I can come up with all these reasons why it's better for me to just stay there in bed and not do anything. But when I start that five second countdown, all of those worries, all those concerns just fade into the background. And it makes me laser focused on the fact that I need to get out of bed. I set this alarm for a reason. So I need to honor it. And guys, it's, I don't know if magic, I mean, magic is not a thing. All right. Harry Potter is not real. But if there was a magical thing that happened in your brain, when you count down from five seconds, this is it. So why is this helpful? Why should you consider doing this or implementing this in your life at a broader scale beyond just um, waking up from bed when your alarm goes off? Well, each one of us are constantly faced with situations where we know that God is asking us to do something, yet we overthink it, right? How many of us have been in a situation where we know, you know, God wants me to share this faith, my faith with this person. God wants me to step into this situation. God wants me to volunteer for this ministry. And and we feel it, right? You you feel that inner prompting from the Holy Spirit saying, hey, listen up, this is for you. And you're like, no, 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 no. Don't ask me to do that. I don't want to do that. Think about all these terrible things that might happen if I do that. No, I'm not doing that. We, we have all been there. And so the five second rule on a spiritual level allows you to do the things that you know God wants you to do without, you know, getting stuck in that cycle of just overthinking it. And that's how I implement it. Even before I knew it was called the five second rule, I would do thing, I would do super weird things uh, when I was in campus ministry. I would basically say, okay, every single person that I see that's wearing a green baseball cap today, I will share my faith with them. And so as I was going throughout the day, anytime I saw someone wearing a green baseball hat, I'd be like, boom, I'm gonna share my faith with that person. And I didn't even think about it, right? I just reacted. It was just an instinct all right, I'm looking for green hat people today. I'm gonna go share my faith with them. And, you know, when I would do that, I would pick different things and it became like a game, which would make it fun, which made it fun for me. Um, but that's that's what I did. And that allowed me to get out of my shell, to, to get out of myself, to be more courageous and to take action and to, you know, actually be evangelistic and outward focused, which we all know that we need to be. And so this really does work. When you implement this five second rule, in your life, in situations where your gut is telling you, I need to do something, but your brain is telling you, don't do that thing because of all these bad things that could potentially happen to you, use the five second rule, count down from five in your head, and then take decisive action. And the more that you do this, the more comfortable it will feel, the, the less weird it will be. The first couple of times I'm telling you, you're going to be like totally weirded out that it works and then be like, all right, well, I'm kind of actually scared now to use this because I'm going to probably do something that I'll regret later. 
But when we can get in this habit of taking action, even when that action isn't perfect, even when you know we're just going for it, like starting to talk to that random person without really knowing what you're going to say, but just hoping your words come out somewhat eloquently, that's what this is for, to get us over that hump of feeling held back by ourselves to go and do the work that God has prepared for us to do in advance. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes and be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode and I'll talk to you soon.